Far better is it to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to take rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much, because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt, Strenuous Life. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play D&D 5th edition podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode of Eberron Renewed. So, gentlemen... Tell the people what happened last time. We killed a horrible aberration, uh, a gibbering mouther that tried to eat us. Yes. Theradak was not too successful once again on his attacks, <laughs> though he did finally get one in before it died. Um, we reconnected with Dex's good friend, Farland. <laughs> uh, what's Farland's last name? He's got one, doesn't he? Craig Stout, I think. Farland Craig Stout. Right. Uh, but we, we reconnected with Farland, um, had a conversation with him about um, why he's in the forest and why we're in the forest. And uh, a shifter who outranks him in the Druid hierarchy <laughs> told him to quit being so crabby. And they took us to uh, what's it called? Green what? Greenheart. Greenheart, which is the largest gathering of Druids in the history of uh, Reland or Eberron. Eberron in the history of Eberron. Uh, and so it's all of these druids, a great big pine tree, and us three idiots. <laughs> <laughs> With all of the druids staring at us. And I believe are we are we bound? We were we were just no. blinded on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yes. And we will go ahead and pick up from that moment. Farlin turns to you all and says, Well my compatriot here feels like we could use your help and I'm inclined to agree. So all of the druids are here to try and decide what to do about the the increased activity of Mabar in Eberron and on this plane because it has been rising. And that's not something that has happened in the entirety of recorded history and based on planar patterns should not happen to the extent that it is. So, Shayana and I are going to take you to meet with Druid Terralyn and basically bring you into the fold and convey what we need of you because things are starting to move fast. We're reaching a fever pitch on how we feel like we can strike a blow to the creatures of Mabar. Unless you all have any questions, let's go ahead and go. I have an out of character question the creatures of mabar are the shadows not the other things like the gibbering mouther and stuff from the other plane or is it everything that's coming through this plane or uh no uh the gibbering mouther was an aberrant creature so that's from another plane um, okay the, the shadows and like the shadow mastiff and stuff like right. that that's creatures of mabar. um so i as we're going along <laughs> yeah and uh dex is gonna let barrick handle all of the diplomacy Okay, that's what well, Dex and Theradak. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. 
I might have a drop in or two, but they're not going to sure, be helpful. Sure. Uh, so they're taking us to meet someone. Yes, like they just brought us you, so we could see. There's are, a whole lot of druids here. You, you are being led through the crowd. Okay, um, the tree isn't like sentient. No, right? it's not like okay. well, it's not talking or oh, moving. Okay, well, that, that's that's about as much as it. About as much as I could tell. So we're being led through the crowd, and Beric falls in with Shayella, Shayana, uh, Shayana, Shayana. The shifter. That's the shifter. And I recognize her as a shifter. I recognize the distinction yes. between her and a were creature, right? Um, but you are learning that were creatures aren't all bad. I never said were creatures were all bad. I said <laughs> lycanthropy was bad. <laughs> There's a distinction. It's like arguing that I just want you to love me. Becoming he, a he zo- loves the sinner. He just hates the sin. That's, oh. not, <laughs> that's not what's going on here. Sorry. Let's get through the. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all have spent a lot of time studying my bar, studying things of it. Dex would like to listen as you're speaking. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. He's not whispering. Uh, yes. Um, ever since, I mean, it really began, um, with the, um, the fading forest and, the activity that was rising there. Farlin was sending reports back to us about the increased activity. And then once we, we had started our research, but once the incident happened that you all were involved in, we really put forth all of our resources to figuring this out. All right. Beric is quiet for a moment and hesitates and says, do you know anything about this? And he closes his fist and Cursebringer appears. Uh, no, I, wh- what is that? I, well, he lets it go again because he doesn't really want Cursebringer as part of this conversation. <laughs> uh, I have opinions to convey. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's apparently an heirloom from my family or some side of my family. Uh, came out of Zendrick a long time ago. And I don't know, it's it's all very shadow-oriented, and so I thought perhaps it might be connected. We, we Our research hasn't really shown any connection with Zendrick in regards to Mabar's increased activity. We have agents down there, and they have not reported anything of that nature. All right. Um, so... Ha- has Farlin, Farlin, did you tell them who you work for? And Farlin just kind of rolls his eyes and no. Um, and as he says that, the walking stops and you find yourselves before um, this very grandly dressed orc man who gestures and welcomes to is welcoming and says welcome. I am Gro Terralin, and I am the leader of the Gatekeepers. Um, we are an organization, oath and honor bound to protecting Eberron from planar attacks. Um, Farlin has told me about your deeds and his time with you in Mistmarsh, and I believe that we could use individuals of your skill set. I, I apologize. I did not know that 
a half orc was was traveling. I I am unfamiliar with you, but where where is the the tiefling? Well, he got sucked through one of these portals that's been popping up. Well, not sucked through. He was grabbed by right. a lich. I see. Sorry, do I know lich? Yeah. Well, we we have lost many good people in this war as well. Um, and do not kid yourselves. That is, this is the precursor to to a war that is brewing. Um, we believe that myself leading the gatekeepers in a ritual at a similar archway that you found in the Faded Forest, if we perform this ritual correctly, we can deal a blow to Mabar and their ability to commune with this plane of existence. Unfortunately, part of the... Um, the archway is missing. It was done intentionally thousands of years ago to prevent that archway from being used for invasion. And I need all of my gatekeepers performing the ritual at this archway. We can begin it before the archway is complete. We could use you to go get the keystone. Uh, do you have any sort of idea where it is, is there a record of where it's been? Does it travel? Our records indicate that the the gatekeepers were taught our craft and our magic uh, thousands of years ago by a dragon named Varak. And we believe that Varak was the one that took the keystone and hid it away in her hoard. We have a location and a map showing where Varak's hoard is. Varak was a kind, giving dragon. I see your eyebrows um, <laughs> raising. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, and Varak is is long dead. I was about to ask, how long do dragons live? Um, dragons, we don't really know, but Varak's death has been recorded. All right. Um, so it it should be as simple. It's outside of the gloaming. You won't be dealing with the corruption that you saw on your way into the forest. Um, but if you need guidance while you're out there, I'm going to say something that will sound ridiculous to those outside of our order. But if you speak to the trees, Oelain, the great high druid, and he gestures behind you, and you look over your shoulder and you realize he's gesturing to the pine tree, Oelain can provide you guidance in the towering woods. If you all have any questions, I would be happy to answer them. But like I said, we, we all need to travel together to the archway. And then from there you can set out um, to Varak's horde. So if you have questions, I would ask that you ask them to me while we travel. Very well. Can we now we're traveling to the archway in where? In the in the towering woods. Okay, short walk, long walk. Um, it's, it's not a short walk. Okay, here. Uh, obviously, we have learned that there are dangers in this forest. Um, I know that druids possess certain magical abilities, and we are all hurt. Before we start this walk, what can we do to get ourselves feeling better? I mean, I'm I'm in I'm in this to help. I want to help, but we, a little bit of aid would be nice. 11 hit points. Um, that'll work. 14 hit points. No, that, that I was correcting myself on you. Oh, okay. 11 got me to full, so. 
14, 14. I rolled a 413, a 413, and a 422. Some druids just walk up and place hands on each of you, and you feel invigorated. Did 14 not get you full? Uh, 30 or 33 is what I'm at. Okay. So, Thank you. Theradak, feel better. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope I didn't seem too forward asking for that sort of help immediately, but we want to be at our best uh, as we're going through all of this. Of course. Can I be in hybrid form mechanically, but use my changeling powers to look regular humanoid? I mean, you wouldn't have the the, the claws. I mean, if if you're making yourself look totally humanoid. Okay, fair enough. Then, yeah. And you wouldn't have the fangs either. So you could still bite somebody, but it would just be like biting them. <laughs> um, okay. So if, if you all do not require anything else, I would love to... Um, as they say, hit the road. Uh, they do say that. They do. They, they say that here. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So you all begin walking. Um, Shayana and Farlin are with you all, along with about 50 other druids. Um, if you have any questions about the gatekeepers or the Towering Wood or what you're about to do. Lycanthropy. Are we are we walking on a path, or are they leading us through the forest? They're, they they seem very confident in the direction they're walking, but there is no discernible path. Okay, just wondering. And in fact, you see um, two druids at the rear, the rear guard, constantly casting what you would, I mean, mechanically cantrips to reinvigorate the plant life that has just been walked on to make it seem fresh mm-hmm. and undisturbed. And also just because they love them plants and want them oh, to yeah. be okay. Sure, sure. So... Any questions or anything? Or are you just... Uh, Barrick would ask. To who? Grow, I guess. Okay. He seems to know the most. And I, honest to God, just now realized the, the pun nature of his first name. Yep. And I, yep. I, I, really? That was, that was unintended. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his last name, too, Tara. Or, uh, that was right. intentional, but... Um, Grow ter- yeah. My name is Grow Good Food. <laughs> I'm a farmer. Grow green grass. Grow strong branch. Um. Well, I imagine that uh, some of your order know this already or saw it, but we fought some corrupted werebears in the forest. Yes. Um. The the nature of their affliction. <laughs> it went fine. Um. Those were actually members of the Warden of the Woods that had been corrupted by lycanthropy and then furthermore, I don't like the way you're looking at me. furthermore corrupted by, by the shadow. So it, they, they unfortunately were lost to the forest. Do you have no way to, was there no way for you to cure them? Well, they, they returned to us after being afflicted. And in embraced the curse, and because their duty was to protect the forest, their the the nature of their lycanthropy only increased that desire. And it was in my opinion that because of the work they were doing, that it wouldn't cause any harm. They were both good druids, and I I they wouldn't bite anyone against their will. Is there a cure? Yeah. <laughs> Don't take this from me already. Um, yes, there, there there are means to cure. I like can't make you do anything. Yeah. Um, um, hey, let's let's change the subject a little bit. You said <laughs> you said there is an oncoming war. Are the goals of 
of your organization to prevent the war or to prepare for it? You said oncoming as though it's inevitable. Well, um, the, this action that we are about to take in an ideal world would prevent the war and keep Mabar from invading. But All right. we, we have fought enough of these battles to know that completely shutting a plane out requires far greater magic than we have here now. Okay. I'm just walking, just walking along. Okay. So after some more walking, you finally see through partings in the trees a archway that seems similar in nature to the one in the Faded Forest, except far larger. Um, and uh, just that w- brilliant white wood, uh, but the top of the archway, about a three-foot gap, exists at the top, um, presumably where the keystone goes. And um, Grow turns to all of you and says, so as you can see, the piece that we require um, is is missing. You can get a general sense of the size. Um, it is called the keystone, but uh, don't look for a big rock, obviously. It should be some wood that matches the rest of the archway with inscriptions, things that I doubt you would be able to decipher. Um but that that is what you are looking for. Now, I will also say Vrax Horde is just that, based on our research and our writings. And we would ask you, because it is a sacred place for our people, take the keystone and nothing else. I'm sure I can handle that. Um. Uh, so, Barrack would have no problem. This is just Philip being really, <laughs> really sad the first time we get to go somewhere that's like full of loot. An unattended dragon's horde. Yeah. We're not and allowed we to take it. You can't take it. You can. I mean, You're right. <laughs> um, Sam, we have made no money doing our heroings. We made a little bit uh, on the uh, escort mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we quickly spent it all on Draconos cleanup. <laughs> And uh, and blessings. Okay, so right. any other questions or requests or anything of that nature? I had one quick question. All right, I was listening in when you guys were talking about lycanthropy. Clearly, you can see what's happened to me. When you say they were corrupted by it, do you mean it corrupted them or they leaned so far into it that they decided to be bears and then they were corrupted by the shadows? The shadow was the corruption. Okay. The lycanthropy obviously was unfortunate, given that we we now believe that the corruption was only able to overtake them because of their bestial nature. Based on what we've seen, only creatures that embrace the shadow or things of a bestial, more natural inclination mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can be corrupted in this way. Uh, many of my druids have spent a considerable amount of time near the Mabar manifest zones and even in it. Um, I mean, Farlin spent most nights in the Faded Forest researching and gathering information, and he was never corrupted from it. So, All right, so I'm going to be fine then. That's great. Let's, let's, uh... But uh, were it to become necessary, how do you cure like a Yeah, write the prescription so we've got it. <laughs> Um, it, it's actually a rather long process, various ingredients that you have to get from various parts of the world. Um, 
we we do not have some of them in our stores. Could you make me a list? Um, I, once once we get back to Greenheart, absolutely. Yeah. Pulls out paper and a quill. Time is really of the essence yeah, here. Come on, man. I promise you, or pretty much, if you can convince somebody that it's purely for academic research at a church, they would give you the list as well, but I will be more than happy to provide you with that. All right, let's just move. Which way do we go? He pulls out some parchment and um, extends it out, whoever wishes to grab it. I got it. What is it? No, yeah, deck. Good. Okay. Theradak, you unscroll it, and it is a map leading from the archway to Vrax Horde. Um, it looks to be only really a few miles away, so it won't take terribly long to get there, but it is not the the roads and trails and everything in the Towering Wood are also marked on the map, and it does not follow any of them. So there's going to be some navigation on your part to stay on the path. And Grow points to a couple of trees and says, you, you see the unique way that the bark grows on some of these trees. They are a hidden language that the Druids used to basically like directions in the moment. Um, I can't divulge what all of the different markings mean, but just continue to walk through trees that have markings. There's no other Druid paths that lead off of the one that you are going to be taking. Uh, uh, you said that we could consult that big tree for guidance. As long as we're in the forest, is it, does he have some sort of a relay network through other trees? Place your hand on a tree and ask a question. He communicates through the root network in the towering forest. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Does not look too far, but we may have to navigate some. All right. right. Here we go. (laughs) You're the navigator. So you all begin to head out down the trail. As you all walk, I need everybody to give me survival checks as you try to navigate the forest. But you all can use advantage because you have the map. Uh, 14. 14, 23, 23. Okay. So you two are able, easily able to see the, the weird markings in the bark on each tree. I guess I need to crack another wand. No, you're not in the gloaming anymore. So sunlight is coming down through the trees a little bit. All right, cool. Everyone give me perception checks. Do I get advantage? Yes. Should I just assume 24? Unless you tell me otherwise. All right. Eight. Uh, 22. Okay, the pathway is is pretty, like, you all haven't even heard animal footsteps or seen anything of that nature. You all actually are able to spot in the distance, um, those of you that rolled high enough, sorry. Uh, um, you see a mound in the ground that is round and makes sound that seems similar to the crude drawing on the map designating Varax Horde. So it's, based on your initial trip into the woods, it's kind of weird that you, you haven't, encountered anything on this stretch of a couple miles but you see Vrax horde up ahead um, okay uh you approach i say well man <laughs> this, this was easy let's go get it but the mound does not have any discernible entry point the mound is in the right spot but there's no entrance well i suppose we need to investigate i mean i was thinking i could do investigation and you could detect magic Barrack walks over, lays a hand on his tree, ah. and says, what's the thing's name? Oelaine. Oelaine? Oelaine. Oelaine. How do we enter Vrax Horde? You must provide a gift 
showing that you know the heart of the gatekeepers. Theradak reaches into his pouch. Yes! And he pulls out, he dumps some of his rocks into his hand, and he finds his absolute best, shiniest, most beautiful rock that he owns, and he picks it up. Theradak, best stone. He presents that. Okay. The mound begins to rumble and shake. And it <laughs> says, really? A, a rock? <laughs> um, That's great. That's perfect. That's great. And as the ground shakes, you see a hole up and up beneath your rock as it falls and is enveloped by the ground. And then the ground almost parts ways and like folds into itself, not even like a door opening, but there is a gap with stairs leading down into and and torches light up magically. So there is an underground dungeon that now presents itself to you. I'm I'm walking. We gotta go. Okay. The stairs lead down and then you have to take an immediate right. It's uh, about a 10 foot wide hallway. So you can walk side by side. Um, (laughs) That's how we're just linked arms. Walking side by side. Um, Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> Before we had went down there, could um, if it's too late, fine. But Theradak, if he could have, he would have placed his hand on the tree and asked, any danger to be aware of down in the horde? Vrak's spirit guards her horde. If she feels you are worthy, you will be safe. <sighs> Thank you. Okay. Okay, so... I mean, I'm part nature now, so maybe that'll help. (laughs) As you're walking, you come upon a room that has a fire pit in the middle and some food cooking over it, like somebody was here fairly recently. And then a doorway on the opposite side of of the room from you that is shut. Okay. I just turn on the detect magic ability that I have. So I'm looking for... You get an immediate splitting headache because it's all just magic like it's almost too much for you to comprehend okay like you are you are one and have become magic almost like um everything in here is magical i mean um, apologies barrack but i guessed that thanks <laughs> uh i guess uh, you guys, you guys want to? We just go to that door. Do we want to shout? I mean, if you said food is cooking over this fire, that's not fairly recently. That's somebody's here mm-hmm. now. When I do that, do I see any auras that are like shaped like a person? Like there's an invisible person in the room? No. Okay. And the door is the only only exit. exit. Are there tracks? I mean, as we enter, do we look around? Survival check. Someone look like someone's been walking around in here. I'm going to sniff around. Ooh. It's going to be over to you, Saradak. 22. Uh, and I'm sniffing around and I get a 24. Okay. Um, you do not spot any tracks or anything of that nature in this room. In fact, the room is pristinely clean. Like, it's it's fresh stone. What's cooking? It's actually venison that has Ooh. been seasoned and basted and marinated and... Like that's all you like. That's all I can smell. It smells real, real good. Somebody knows what they're doing. I want to bite it. <laughs> that third act looks. Whoa, 
better cook than me. <laughs> is the food magical? Everything is magical. I take my uh, I take my ribbon weave, and I kind of bang the end of it on the ground a couple of times, just announcing presence. If, if, if the rumbling of the earth didn't yeah. alert them to it. it, it's a very loud, echoey mm-hmm. like. The the echo makes the chamber seem even bigger than what it looks. I walk over to one of just any object in the room and I try to touch it. Is it physically there? You poke okay. it, grab I, it. Yeah. If everything's magic, everything might be an illusion. I just right. Kind of check. Um, I say, I say, uh, hey, should we uh, invoke Varak? Let her know why we're here. I mean, if this is all magic, then. It doesn't mean that there actually is somebody else here. Maybe this is just her making people think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what it means for her her spirit to inhabit the place, or why her spirit would be cooking venison over a campfire. No, yeah, that's yeah, odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, if odd is our metric, <laughs> uh, no, I understand. It's I, yet another odd thing. <laughs> um, well, we have two choices: we can shout out, or we can walk to the door. What do you think, Saradak? I think. Part of Teradak wonder if food may be made for us to partake of, or maybe we should not mess with it, because if we eat, maybe that's a bad sign, like we're eating somebody's food. So. I mean, we were told not to take anything but the keystone. We haven't been invited to eat. True. So. I say we go to the door. All right. All right. I mean, I'm not opposed to knocking. But... <laughs> right. Sure, sure, sure. And you knock? So I, yeah, I, I do. Go ahead. I go, I knock. You're our rogue. I let you handle doors. Yes. You hear a voice, not from anywhere, but it seems to be coming from everywhere. Speak to you as you knock. Do I? Am am I the only one that hears it? Everybody. Okay. Well met, traveler. Please partake, for you must have traveled far to reach here. Thank you for coming. Uh, hey, thanks. Well, okay, you got you got a you got a face on you <laughs> that makes me think that maybe we we shouldn't do it. What's the name of the the horde person? The Varak. Thank you. Is this Varak? There's no response. Forgive me, but we've seen a lot of strange things, and a lot of them have not been friendly. Uh, and I can tell that everything in this room is magical. And not to look a gift horse in the mouse mouth exactly, or in the mouse. You know, you don't want to look a gift horse in the mouse either. That's, that's also a bad idea. Um, <laughs> but it seems unwise to accept magically infused food from someone I don't know. And wise tree tell us, or somebody thought was it the tree? Or yes, it was. It was told uh, us not to O-line. not to take anything. Grow told you that. Grow, not, not Grow told us not to take anything. Uh, yeah. We appreciate offer, but we, we cannot take. And I just say, uh, I say, <clears throat> uh, do you know why we're here? Would you like us to tell you why we're here? I can't hurt. Here's why we're here. Well, it could hurt, but why not? Um, we have been sent by the gatekeepers to retrieve the keystone for the portal in the towering forest 
retiring Trees Forest. Uh, bad things are coming. They believe they can head it off at the pass, and they sent us to to retrieve it. With your blessing, we would like to take the keystone back to them so that they can complete their ritual. And only keystone. If 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 that is uh, if if that's cool with you, uh, knock once, <laughs> uh, open the door, uh, give us a sign, or just tell us. Well, you all have just knocked. You haven't tried to open the door, have you? Oh, sure. Uh, I say, I say, uh, I'm gonna check and see if that keystone's on the other side of this door now. Thank you. And I push the door. Do I push it or I pull it? You push it. I push that door. <laughs> and then I and it doesn't to, open. Yeah. There's a sign that says pull only. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I attempt to open the door in the proper manner. As soon as you open the door, the fire behind you goes out. The torches are still burning, so you can see as the venison that was over the fire turns to ash and the hallway before you is clear. I mean, I don't know if that means we did the right thing or if she's just like, well, they're not going to eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel, right. feel like I've obtained no new information. Thurdag thinks we did good thing. We did not take. All right, let's walk then. That was our instruction. Yeah. Okay. After a little ways of walking, you have to take a left turn and some stairs lead up, actually, into another room that there are just shelves upon shelves upon shelves of books everywhere. And there are... I just... I, Dex looks at Barrick and he goes... I know. I know. Even... I mean... Don't I know. don't touch. Don't worry about take. Let's not get semantic. Just don't touch them. And there is a closed door on the opposite side of the room. Should we try the knock first gambit again? Seems seems good. It's polite at least. Look, this hallway this hallway is yours. Go knock. As you cross the room, um, you well, all can he see. Has to, he has to agree to go knock. Uh, I don't, I'm not. A, I'm not a supervisor. As you are in the room looking around, you huh. see that the this library. Yeah is meticulously organized yeah. by topic matter yep. and time period uh-huh. and region. And there's like the histories of the great families yeah. of Corvair and uh, Sarlona. The book says the secret of Barrack's father. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are, there are histories of the time period. There's of, a book called coping with lycanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's How to a, make it work for you. There's a book detailing the the invasion of Sarlona by the quarry. Um, Come on, and so that I mean, pretty much this is this is the internet of Eberron. Like any knowledge you could hope to possess is here. Well, let's just consider for a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're told not to take. I, I said we are not getting semantic. It didn't say we couldn't read things. But you have to take book to read book. Well, I have to take it off the shelf. We don't have to take it out of the mound. I mean... We are touching nothing but doors, keystones, and weapons if we must. <sighs> Go knock. <laughs> I know, it sucks. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the food thing wasn't for me, so I'm not looking forward to my room either. I offer you my library. I lived long before any of the lesser races came to Eberron and were aware of who they were. And I have witnessed their actions, their mistakes, and have recorded not only what they were, but how to be avoided in the future. 
I offer these freely I, to you. Uh, Dex, uh, you uh, goes as quickly as he can to the door and 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 stands beside it with his hand on it, so that if I see Barrick reaching his grubby little hands for a book, I can push it open and hopefully these things all turn to ash pretty quickly. But I want for him to make the decision to move forward. I reckon, I, or at least what Dex thinks is, even though that first room I did it, I, I, Dex really thinks that this is a room set up to tempt Barrick. And in my mind, the worthiness is that he has to overcome the temptation and push the door open. So I'm ready to, but I don't want to do it in case I'm right about that. Understand Barrick, a lot of knowledge, probably reveals secret books do not belong to us. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that first part? <laughs> yeah, but you don't. And then you push the door open. Okay. The the fires that were set up next to the chairs for reading light um, grow in size as you feel heat as all the books catch on fire. And Barrick, Barrick, there's no the, guarantee those, that what was on those spines was in those books. You got to remember that. The room just fills with ash as the wind from the 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 air displacement from the fire dex coughs blows it around and the hallway is open to you proceed there we go um there is another turn to the right with more stairs leading down and down and down and down way down and there is one final room with a shut door and you all probably walked downstairs for minutes okay and you see Nothing on the walls except for two tor- torches on opposite sides of the room. But there is a blue glow. And there is a a basin of water on a stand. But the water gl- glows blue. And there is a door. There's a horcrux at the bottom of the basin. <laughs> um, I'm going to walk up and look into the basin. Just, just, just look in. You don't see anything. Just water, not a not it's a silver bowl. A reflection? No. So man, well, I'll tell you what. I got uh, this one flabbergasted me. Dak, this mean anything to you? No, not a thing. I assume it's magical. Everything is magical. Is there an arcana. Can I make an arcana check and try and discern the nature of this magic? Sure. Fourteen. It's above your pay grade. Yeah. I don't need to smell it. Um, <laughs> it's is, actually vodka. Is there significance to two torches, or is that just how the room's lit? How the room's lit. Okay, and there's another door. Mm-hmm. And a basin of water. Yeah. It glows blue. It glows blue. And that means the nothing water, to the me. Water and it doesn't reflect. Blue. And there's nothing in it. Yeah, what's glowing? The water or the bowl? I, or is it... Light can, is illuminating. Out of okay. It, yeah. I mean, this, like... I hope this isn't supposed to mean something to Dex because Jeff does not know what it is. So I'm like, this isn't even tempting. Well, you can go knock on the door because that's been. Oh, right. Hey, you ain't knocked on nothing yet. Okay. Same voice returns again. I present to you a means to not only look upon anyone you wish simply by speaking their name or title or meaning to you, but also to heal them. 
anything that has afflicted them, driven them away, or harmed them, they will be free. Ah. I just want to see Tinsel one more time. Could cure Dex even. <laughs> Find Jacob. Yeah, or Drac. Uh, Drac would want us to find Jacob. Yeah, I know. And it is that sort of quandary of choosing what to do that leads me to believe that we ought just leave it alone. I, I, I'm trying to be true to a character here. I know, yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, De- Dex would be... Dex would be tempted, but I think the way that I've played this so far, it's borne out that Dex is a pragmatist and would not be so tempted as to do it because he recognizes, like he gets it. You see the trap. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen, I saw the trap with the books. I didn't with the food. Mm-hmm. We lucked it. We lucked, lucked out on that. Oh, Paradox love food. Yeah. Not, not eating magical food is just, and cook know, food. One of those things I was taught as a child. <laughs> well, like, 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 take this elevator in a fire. Hey, I was right about that. <laughs> okay, I mean, I Dex goes and sits in, uh, sit, just sits in the corner of the room, and says, uh, "Like, I know what's best for us, but one of y'all's gonna have to open that door." I can't. If I walk past that bowl, I can't promise you what I'll do. Well, Theradax, you're at the door. You haven't opened yeah. the door. Theradax says, I must open door. I think we somehow, some way, we must serve greater purpose. Pushes open the door. Okay. A whole form. There's a long, entirely intolerant sigh from Barrick. A hole forms in the bottom of the bowl, and if you all want to describe, but I'm just going to um, convey this, and then you in your mind's eye for your character can take this for what it is. You see in the column of water that falls out from the bowl, and then the water mysteriously disappears through the floor. You see the image or images of the people that you so desperately would have used this for as they fall away. Are you wanting to screw him? If you want to give it, if you want to just keep it for yourself, that's also fine. We only see our personal ones. It's not like I see random people I don't know because Barrett was thinking of them. All right. Okay. So... The hallway before you um, is very short and opens up into a very large chamber. The stories of dragon's hordes that you've heard in bard song or storybooks does this injustice because there is no gold. There are magical items that you would probably gain are of significance They seem old and ancient even, but there are also tomes of records, knowledge, banners of countries that you have never seen before. And sitting at the front of the pile 
is a piece of white wood with carvings in it about three feet long. Oh. You hear a voice okay. <laughs> say, you may only take what you sought. I offered you everything you wished freely as you entered, not from my hoard, but as a gift. Now you may only take what you came for. Are you kidding me? I'm so angry. <laughs> Did Druid lie to us? Don't take anything. All right. I say, well, to be fair, I've always sought in everything I can get my hands on, so... <laughs> oh look shiny great sword there's just uh, a pile of shiny stones in the- no. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. alright who's going to help me pick this thing up it's a three foot hunk of wood you can't pick up a three foot oh, hunk of wood it's only that big well, I, am, I am much stronger now <laughs> I was going to say Mr. 19 strength yeah uh <sighs> Barrick, I'd like to take an opportunity to apologize. Barrick is beyond speech right now. Uh, but you, uh, and I'm going to take advantage of that. But you understand <laughs> where I was coming from. I mean, yeah, I would have liked to have learned a lot of those things too, but I thought that they were not. Oh, man. We were told not to take. So. I'm 99% sure our GM is just messing with us. And if we had touched a book, we would have all incinerated <laughs> He's just trying to so con- he's trying to tear us apart, guys. <laughs> Theradak reaches down and picks up the. I mean, he's sure that this is what he's supposed to pick up. Yes, yes. of Theradak's. I will carry the wood, as and you- I immediately drop to my knees and cover my head just in case. Um, as you pick up the the wood, the room begins to shake as stairs come out of one of the walls, almost right to where you're standing. And the ceiling peels back and it's the stone bends and curls. And on the other side from what you can see is turf and plant life as it leads back out into the towering wood. Uh, I say one last question. Uh, Can we get a second stab at that library room (laughs) and maybe that bowl of water? I'd even take the food at this point. I gave you a gift and you rejected it. Please leave. (laughs) Start walking up the stairs. Come on, Dak. Yep. Let's go, Barrick. No sense dwelling. <laughs> oh, crying over spilled mead. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> Sorry about all this pleasure at your pain, Bill. I love you. No words at all. Yeah, let's make sure that we focus all of our anger at Eric for this, not at each other. <laughs> That's important for me right now. <laughs> so stupid. Don't blame me. I told you all you could take what you wanted. You know, you specifically said don't take anything. As the dragon spirit guarding this tomb, I told you you could take whatever you wanted. Uh, fudge. I think we could have gotten all that stuff, but I think there may have been consequences, and I don't think we would have been able to get the... It's a real monkey's paw situation. So, yeah. Um, it could have been a gift, but 
At what consequence? At what price? Besides, once you learned everything in that library, it's one of those no more worlds to conquer kind of things. <laughs> What's your purpose after that? Um, Theradak, you presumably continue to walk up the stairs, and you have come out on the other side of the mound from from which you entered. So okay. you'll be able to use the map just to go back the way you came. Okay. I mean, I'm up, I'm up top as well. Barrick, where, where are you, pal? Barrick falls out. <laughs> Barrick's never going to talk to us again. Dex, Barrick, awfully quiet. Um, as well, as just you, wait till he pulls his sword out. He'll start talking to it at least. <laughs> they can have a pity party together. As soon as you exit the the stairs. I th- oh, no, wait, I left my keys. <laughs> the mound referrals, and it just looks like a, a mound in a forest again. And as they're walking, Theradax looking on the ground to see if he sees his stone lying anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. It seems like the trick is we just need to find another thing that we need to get in that hoard for, and on the way we can read and 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 water bottle or water bowl and everything. Look, I'm sorry. So we head back. <laughs> yep. But you all have a my, miles long walk. So yeah, we're walking. You, you can you can talk if you want. Barrick does not. And Barrick, I and I do. Barrick does not say a word the entire walk back. I said, listen, I'm just going to say it one more time. You pushed one of those doors open yourself. You know that our head was where it needed to be. I'm sorry. I'm sad, too. But we got to focus on what's next. Uh, Stiff upper lip and all that. And we walk. After some time walking, you all want to do anything else while you walk? I think we're all just kind of walking with our heads down. As you more brooding. As you approach... Sulking. You're sulking. No, I'm definitely brooding. (laughs) You see... Or you begin to hear first Mm -hmm. the sound of that same incomprehensible language that you've heard the druids speaking, chanting in unison some form of incantation or ritual. And once you get within eyesight, you see the 50-plus druids that came with you in a semicircle in front of the arch. And they are all on both their knees and their hands extended towards the middle, fingers spread as they chant this incantation. Gro is not amongst those on their knees, but rather appears to be overseeing and sees you approaching and holds up a hand to stop as he begins walking towards you to stop your pace. Do you all stop or keep walking? Third X stops. I stop and I put my arm out because Barrick's not looking up to make sure that he stops. All right. How did the mission go? <sighs> well, the look Barrick gives him. The look Barrick gives him. Is yeah. Far better description than any words Barrick could come up with right now. I, I say, I got, yeah, yeah, I got to tell you, man, I'm a little disappointed in your instructions. I, I don't understand. Um, we were offered free gifts, but we did not take because you say don't take anything. I, I told you her hoard was sacred and to not take anything. Yes, we did not take. And apparently were very good gifts that could really help. Well, I'm, I apologize if, if it's all inconvenient for you. Grow. Oh, Listen, my God. all world, all... <laughs> world knowledge 
was available to us, and we we could have done a whole lot of good. Uh, Beric takes the wood out of Theradax's hand and shoves it into the <laughs> druid's hands, and then walks over, folds his arms, and stands by a tree waiting for something to kill. Um. Very well. Um, I don't understand the anger. Just go do your tree thing. Very well. Theradax not angry. Just disappointed. You not are correct. understanding. You do not understand. <laughs> well, you, I've been in Verdeford. The keystone in place, and finish the ritual. Nothing about this will be helped by discussing it. He kind of side eyes Barrack as he turns with the keystone and walks in between two of the druids into the center of this semicircle. And you see him extend his hands up and hold it aloft and turns back to you and says, We don't know precisely what will happen. We have researched best we can, but best you be prepared for a fight. Beric says, I'll put down five gold that a large lich comes out, grabs one of you, and drags it into the portal. I'll take that bet. <laughs> and I say, I got, I got, I got 20 on it. <laughs> he finally extends his arms all the way up and just kind of pushes the keystone up a little bit as he releases it. And a brilliant energy kind of comes out from the gap in the archway and almost grabs the keystone as it rises and falls into place. And in that moment, green light begins to connect between all of the druids into almost a mirroring of the archway, but on the ground. As then the light extends up to the archway and energy is crackling and the noise is kind of rising as the druids' chant increases in volume as the power continues to grow and culminate. And then in a moment, the green energy goes away as the archway is filled with darkness that you've seen far too many times. And you see a figure begin to emerge from the darkness. Eric summons Cursebringer. But a flash of bright silver light flashes. You hear a pained scream and a voice shouting no as this figure that was emerging recoils back and you see another figure fall forward out of the archway as the darkness dissipates behind them. And this figure stands up off the ground and he's a human and he has long brown hair. His skin is pale, almost ashen white. And around his neck is a locket that you've seen Graham carrying. And he looks up and confused and then sees you two. We have to go find Graham. Says who? Yeah. I don't know what's happened. It's been 15 years. Oh, God. Jacob, is that you? 
Myron's tears. Yeah. End of episode. I thought you said boy. <laughs> so did we. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you all have enjoyed this arc as much as I, we haven't kind of enjoyed running it, except uh, for when my players got really mad at me. Um, also, it's important to remember that not only did your players get really mad at you, your friends are really mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, please go check us out on Facebook, the Geek Pantheon uh, Facebook group, thegeekpantheon.com, all the social medias, uh, thegeekpantheon at gmail.com. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod over at incomptech.com um, for the use of his music. And probably before we continue the adventures of Jacob's return, we'll have an Eberron reviewed where we'll kind of break all this down and talk about it. I'm never coming back to this house. <laughs> so um, I hope you all are not nearly as mad at me as the people around this table right now are. Except for Randy. He's smiling. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am Eric. Philip. Randy. Jeff. Bye. You son of a bitch.